0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, it's fair and 75 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday, it's the 11th of June, 2021. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we're expecting sunny skies today, a high of 92, with a heat index as high as 103. Tonight, partly cloudy, slight chance of overnight showers and thunderstorms, a low of 74. 74. Saturday brings a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, primarily mid-morning. Then we'll see sunshine in the afternoon, a high of 91 with a heat index as high as 102. Partly cloudy Saturday night, our low 73. And sunny on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday with highs in the low 90s. Right now it's fair and 75 degrees at the KVOM studios as we congratulate our employee of the day, Tammy Farmer. At U.S. Bank. Obituaries this Friday morning. Lawrence Roland Carruthers, age 94, of Morlton died Thursday, June 3rd. Memorial service will be held Saturday, June 12th at 10 a.m. at First United Methodist Church in Moralton with Reverend Katie Pierce officiating. A private burial will be at a later date at Czech National Cemetery in Hazen with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Morrillton. In lieu of flowers, donations may be directed to First United Methodist Church, or your favorite charity. The family would like to extend a special thank you to his caregiver, Pam Philomino. James Billy Bill Chisholm, age 88, of Morleton, died Wednesday, June 9th. He was a member of the Downtown Church of Christ in Moralton and served as a deacon for 10 years. He was retired from mcconnell du Chevrolet, served in the United States Army, and fought in the Korean War. He is survived by his daughters, Shirley Dold of Louisiana and Janet Spates of Benton. One sister, eight grandchildren, and 17 great-grandchildren, along with many nieces, nephews, other family, and friends. Visitation will be held tonight from 6 until 8 o'clock at the Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home Chapel in Moralton. Funeral services for Bill Chisholm will be held Saturday, June twelfth, at 10 a.m. at the Downtown Church of Christ in Moralton, with burial to follow at Elmwood Cemetery in Morretton, and arrangements by Bob Neal and Son's funeral home of Morleton. Cleo Bailey Skip Styron, age eighty nine of Little Rock, formerly of Saint Vincent, died Tuesday june eighth. Visitation will be held today from nine until nine thirty with rosary service from nine hundred thirty to ten and funeral mass at ten at St. Mary's Catholic Church at Saint Vincent by Father Jim Burney, Father Charlie Tessing, and Deacon Steve Mallet. Burial will be at St. Mary's Cemetery at St. Vincent by Harris Funeral, home of Moralton. In lieu of flowers, memorials may be made to St. Mary's Catholic Church at 11 Kaufman Lane in Hattieville, 72063, or to Carti Foundation, 8910 Carti Way in Little Rock, 72205. Francis Krasinski Summers, age 82, of Morlton died on Monday, June 7th, she was a lifelong resident of Morlton a homemaker, an antique expert of all things collectible, ran a small resale shop in Morlton for many years, and also hosted numerous estate sales. She is survived by her nephew and niece, Kenneth L. Lewis and Karen L. Chase, along with other relatives. Visitation will be tonight from 6 until 8 at Harris Funeral Home. Graveside service for Francis Summers will be held Saturday, June 12th at 10 a.m. at Middleton Cemetery near Birdtown. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Morlton In lieu of flowers, donations may be made to the SPCA or the Children's Wish Foundation International. Herman Joseph Wellinghoff, age 79, of Houston, died Sunday, June sixth. Funeral services will be held this afternoon at 2 o'clock at St. Boniface Catholic Church with Father Thomas Hart officiating. Burial will be at St. Boniface Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Visitation is from 1 until 1.30 with rosary following from 1.30 until 2 at the church. 7.35, it's fair and 75 degrees at the KVOM studios on our way to a high of 92 with sunny skies, heat index as high as 103. KVOM's morning news watch continues in just a moment. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, 737 Fair and 75 degrees at the KVOM studios. Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson and State Commerce Secretary Mike Preston joined members of the Arkansas Waterways Commission and others Thursday to commemorate the 50th anniversary of the McClellan Kerr Arkansas River Navigation System and to highlight its contributions and economic impact to the state of Arkansas. The system is part of the United States Inland Waterway System, originating at the Tulsa port of Catoosa and running southeast through Oklahoma and Arkansas to the Mississippi River. The total length of the system is 445 miles. It was named for two senators, Robert S. Kerr of Oklahoma and John L. McClellan of Arkansas, who pushed its authorizing legislation through Congress. The system officially opened on June 5th of 1971, and President Richard Nixon attended the opening ceremony. It is operated by the Army Corps of Engineers. While the system primarily follows the Arkansas River, it also includes portions of the Verdigris River in Oklahoma, the White River in Arkansas, and the Arkansas Post Canal, which is a short canal named for the nearby Arkansas Post National Memorial, which connects the Arkansas and White Rivers. Through Oklahoma and Arkansas, dams artificially deepen and widen the modest-sized river to build it into a commercially navigable body of water. The Arkansas segment of the McClellan-Kerr-Arkansas River Navigation System sustains commercial barge traffic, produces hydropower, provides water supply, creates fish and wildlife habitats, and offers recreational facilities for the public to enjoy. Thursday's report from the Arkansas Department of Health brought another reduction in in the number of active cases of coronavirus in Conway County. According to the Health Department, there are now just two active cases in the county following another day with no new cases reported. Perry County also has just two active cases as no new cases were reported there on Thursday. A total of 289 new cases were reported statewide, along with two additional deaths. There have now been 5,856 deaths related to COVID-19 in Arkansas since the pandemic began. Over 6,300 doses of the coronavirus vaccine were administered in Arkansas Thursday, and 934,432 individuals in Arkansas have been fully vaccinated. That equates to 39.35% of the state's 12 and over population. Another 9.86% have been partially vaccinated. In Conway County, 14,399 doses have been administered with 39.43% of the county's population now fully vaccinated, and 5.39% partially vaccinated. In Perry County, 36.32% of the county is fully immunized and 5.14% is partially immunized as of Thursday afternoon. The Conway County Extension Homemakers are looking for anyone interested in joining any of the county's five clubs. The new year for the Extension Homemakers starts July 1st, and family and consumer science agent Shannon Autry says now is the time to enroll and start getting involved with the EHC.
1: We've got five different clubs in Conway County. We have a really active Extension Homemaker presence in Conway County, which is fantastic. But we've, our five clubs are Birdtown, Hilltoppers, New Horizons, Apollo Twilight, and Paging. And they kind of meet in different places um, and at different times. And now is a great time to give us a call. Let us get you connected with um, one of our clubs or several of our clubs. And uh,
0: get you involved. Autry says a lot of what the Extension Homemakers do is based on community service.
1: Every year, Extension Homemaker Clubs individually choose a service project that they want to focus on. And then we also choose an overarching service project that our whole county focuses on. In the last two years, it has been focused on food insecurity. And actually, the whole state adopted that over the last couple years, which is a new thing for EHC and was really exciting. But we've wrapped that up, so we'll be looking to choose new service projects for our clubs and our county.
0: For more information on any of the Extension Homemakers Clubs in Conway County, call Shannon Autry at 977-2146. The Arkansas Game and Fish Commission reminds Arkansans that this weekend is the state's annual free fishing weekend. The tradition sponsored by AGFC and approved by Governor Asa Hutchinson gives many people the opportunity to enjoy the amazing angling the natural state has to offer. Starting at noon today and continuing through midnight Sunday night, Residents and non-residents may fish without a fishing license or trout permit. All other regulations, such as daily limits and size restrictions on certain bodies of water, still apply during the weekend. In addition to the lifting of the license requirement, the AGFC has stocked nearly 50 family and community fishing locations across the state and will host fishing derbies at hatcheries in Hot Springs, Centerton, Corning, and Lone Oak Saturday for young anglers and their families. Pettigene State Park is also hosting a free fishing derby for kids Saturday at Lake Bailey. Registration for that derby begins at 8 a.m. at the park's boathouse. Now 7.43, let's check our market report with Jenny Knight of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton.
2: On Wall Street, equity markets were broadly higher today, shrugging off the higher-than-expected May inflation data, with the S&P 500 reaching a new high. Despite the hot inflation reading, 10-year Treasury yields moved lower, remaining well below the 2021 highs. Healthcare, technology, and utilities were the outperforming sectors today, with financials and industrials lagging, signaling a more defensive tone to the day's move higher. The Dow closed at 34,466, up 19 points. NASDAQ closed at 14,020, up 108 points. Volume was heavy as 922 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to AT&T was up $0.17 cents at $29.18. Bank of America was down $0.63 cents at $41.69. Centerpoint Center Energy was up $0.18 cents at $25.95. During Company was down $8.09 at $341.44. Energy Corporation was up $1.04 at $108.66. Under Armour was down $0.38 cents at $18.24. Simmons Bank was down $0.74 cents at $30.36. Regions Financial was down $0.61 at $21.29. Southwestern Energy was up $0.05 at $5.58. Tyson Foods was down $0.46 at $76.94. Walmart was up $0.80 at $139.88. Live Ramp was up $0.13 at $48.36. Interpublic Group was up $0.04 at $33.56. Next Air Energy was up $1.06 at $73.51. Natural gas was up 2 cents at $3.15. Precious metals were higher. Gold was up $6.30 at $1,901.80. Silver was up $0.15 cents at $28.15. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones Investments, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton.
0: From our community calendar, the Moralton City Council Budget Committee will meet at 1130 this morning at Moralton City Hall. The Hector Church of Christ wraps up Vacation Bible School this afternoon from one until three o'clock. Riverview Baptist Christian School in Apollo is hosting a barbecue supper today. The meal will be carry out only served in the school cafeteria from 430 until seven. The menu includes smoked pork, baked beans, coleslaw, potato salad, dessert and drink, the cost will be a donation to the school. You can place an order in advance by calling 215-1752. The American Legion Post 39 meets Saturday morning at 10 at 106 South Chestnut Street behind Harps in Morrilton. All members are asked to attend and select new officers. And for more information, call 215-7725 or 215-9540. The Petty Jean and Apollo Fire Departments are hosting a fish fry Saturday from 3 to 7 p.m. at the Apollo Fire Station. Proceeds will go to Al Falcone and family. He's the Petty Jean Fire Chief who lost his home to fire on May 14th. Corinth Landmark Missionary Baptist Church at Adona hosting revival services with evangelist brother Kevin Slayton and brother Greg Dunham starting this Saturday and going through next Sunday, June 20th at 7 o'clock each evening. All are welcome. For more information, call Brother Robert Edwards, 501-662-4466. Lone Grove Cemetery holding its annual decoration services Sunday. The church service starts at 11 a.m., followed by a potluck. The Morrilton City Council meets Monday night at 6 o'clock at Morrilton City Hall. And Springfield Missionary Baptist Church is holding its Bible school next Monday through Thursday at 6 o'clock each night. And a meal will be served at 6. Well, as you can imagine, we put a lot of effort into creating an all-local morning newscast here on KVOM, and we want to make that content available to as many people as possible. So that's why KVOM's News Watch is available on our podcast channel every single weekday. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen, whenever it's convenient for you, search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 747 Fair and 75 at the KVOM studios and our morning news watch continues with sports and weather after this. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
3: KVM's News Watch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The Arkansas Activities Association has released new enrollment numbers for public schools. It will be used to determine classifications for the 2022-24 through 24 athletic cycle. Marlton High School will remain in Class 5A in football and Class 4A in all other sports. With an average enrollment of 524 students, Marlton is listed as the 24th largest of the 32 schools classified for Class 5A in football and the 9th largest Class 4A school for the other sports. One notable change in Class 5A football is that longtime West Conference member Greenbrier makes the move to Class 6A in the new cycle. Dardanelle and Prairie Grove both make the jump from Class 4A to 5A and will likely be added to the West Conference. Little Rock Park View, Joe T. Robinson, Little Rock Mills, and Batesville Southside are also new to Class 5A. Pulaski Academy and Little Rock Christian could be forced to move up to Class 6A and Shiloh Christian up to Class 5A with the Play Board recently giving approval to the private school competitive balance rule. Final conference assignments won't be determined until completion of each specific sports season and four year review of the competitive equity factor to determine which classification each private school will be placed. Among the changes impacting Class 4A and the non-football conference alignments are that Harrison and Valley View both move up from Class 4A to Class 5A. Clinton and Walker both make the jump from Class 3A to Class 4A. Other public schools in the area likely won't see much change in their conference assignments. Perryville remains in Class 3A for all sports. Bigelow remains in Class 2A. Wonderview and Nemo Vista both remain in Class 1A. Save enrollment numbers would keep them in Class 1A, but as a private school, CIGAR will be subject to new competitive equity factor, and their classification for each sport will be based on results over the previous four years. New conference assignments will go into effect in the 2022-23 school year. All conferences for the upcoming school year will be the same as they were for the 2020-21 school year top-ranked Arkansas Razorback baseball team opens play in the NCAA Fayetteville Super Regional against North Carolina State today at Baumwalker Stadium. First pick for the opener in the best-of-three series is scheduled for 5 p.m. Ian McKinney fired seven shutout innings, allowing just one hit, picking the Arkansas Travelers to a 4-1 win over the Springfield Cardinals last night at Hammondsfield. Field. Teenies play again tonight in Springfield. After getting Thursday off, the St. Louis Cardinals back in action today with an afternoon game against the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field. First pick scheduled for one twenty p.m. Live pregame coverage at 12.25 on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800. Take a look at weather now on this Friday, and we've got humidity right now at 100% with calm winds, barometric pressure at 29.86. Our low temperature this morning, 70 degrees. High yesterday was 94 a year ago today, the lowest 55 and the high of 86, 93 100 inches of rain last night at the KVM studios brings our total for the year to 29.03 inches. Sunset this evening is 8:25. Sunrise tomorrow morning is 5:56, and our forecast calling for a little patchy fog this morning. Otherwise, a mostly sunny day. Afternoon high near 92 degrees, but high heat index values again around 105 expected this afternoon. Partly cloudy skies tonight, slight chance of overnight showers, a low around 75. And then tomorrow we have a 40% chance of some more showers and thunderstorms. A high near 93. And then looking for mostly sunny skies Sunday on through a good part of next week. And high temperatures really in the lower 90s over the next several days. Right now we've got fair skies, 75 degrees in Morrillton at 753 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment.
0: Always in touch. Jean Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is seven fifty
3: nine now on KVOM, and we've got a couple of special guests with us for our close up interview this morning. And of course, it's Friday, so we've got our uh, regular uh, representative from the Common County Cooperative Extension Service and It's Alicia Hugen. So Good morning to you, Alicia.
4: Good morning.
3: All right, Dan, I'll let you kind of introduce who you have uh, with you today.
4: Yes, today I am here with Kristen Lehman. She is one of our Conway County 4-H members, and she is also an Arkansas RICE rep, so I'll let her talk about that here in just a moment. But we're super excited about what we have going on today and very excited that Kristen is able to join us. Like I said, Kristen is a Conway County 4-H member. She's a county officer. She is a state 4-H ambassador. She just returned this week from our teen leadership conference. So Kristen is a very busy, active 4-H member. And like I mentioned, we are extremely excited about our activities today. We are able to start having in-person 4-H events again. So we are just thrilled for that. So today we are actually going to be having a summer day camp and we're kicking off today with a farm tour. So this morning, we're going to be headed out to the Stowball Rice field for our 4-H members to to meet with our county ag agent and some other extension representatives. We actually have a former 4-H member, Emily Woodall with us and she works for USA Rice. So she'll be talking a little bit about what she did in 4-H and her current job. So we're, super excited about today. After we wrap up at the So we will be heading over to 101 Livestock Auction, and Mr. J. Crow is going to give the 4-H members a tour of of the barn and, you know, what all the auction, you know, what takes place there. So we're super excited about today, and I want to turn it over to Kristen so she can talk about um, being an Arkansas rice rep.
3: All right. Okay, hi. Very good. Yeah, Kristen. Yeah, Kristen, go ahead. Uh, tell us kind of what you do as a, as a Rice Rep.
5: Okay. My name is Kristen Lehman. I'm an Arkansas Rice Rep and a 4-H member, as Ms. Alicia mentioned. So the U.S. Rice in Arkansas, they have a program, scholarship program, called the Rice Rep. So you go through an application pro- process, and we attended. Once you get picked to be a Rice Rep, you attended an orientation where they tell you about the competitive events that you do. So we do each month, there's new events that we do that we can earn money towards a scholarship so like for example we do the radio where you have to be on a radio station submit news articles social media contests just anything that you can do to promote the rice production in arkansas and spread the news about rice and everything that it has to offer within arkansas and as well as across the united states and so we get all these opportunities just to promote rice.
3: all right yeah it's very uh very important uh, very important crop. Kind of, kind of tell us uh, about rice in, in Arkansas and kind of its, its value to, to the state.
5: Um, Arkansas is actually one of the top rice producers in the state. Um, each year, Arkansas farmers plant an average of 1.3 million acres of rice and harvest over 200 million bushels. And there's over 2,752 farms within Arkansas that just produce rice. Arkansas farmers also produce more than 9 billion pounds of rice each year. And it's one of the state's second highest value commodity and one of the top agricultural exports.
3: All right. So it's very, obviously, very uh, valuable to the economy in Arkansas. And, uh, and you're getting a chance to go visit the rice farm. The uh, stowballs there uh, today. So I guess you're, you're looking forward to that, aren't you?
5: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. This is the first event that I've got to attend in person with the Rice show.
3: All right, so very exciting. Uh, anything, anything else you want to kind of tell us about your, your involvement in 4-H and, and with the Rice program?
5: Um, with 4-H, I've been involved ever since before I could even technically enroll. This is all I've ever done throughout my life, and 4-H has always helped me discover new opportunities. Uh, my sister actually heard about the Rice rep through 4-H and going to different farm tours and different projects that we had done, so I'd heard about it from Victoria and so we kind of just bounce off of that, and 4-H is a great way to incorporate different pro- programs and opportunities, such as the rice into what you do.
3: All right, very good, very exciting, and uh, 4-H is a great program to be involved in. So we're certainly uh, happy uh, that you're in it and proud of uh, what you do for for Conway County. So, Kristen, uh, Kristen, thank you so much, and uh, I guess we still have uh, Alicia. On with this. Anything else uh, that you want to want to pass along this morning, Alicia?
4: Yes. Um. Just real quickly. Um. Arkansas, or excuse me, Conway County 4-H and Conway County Farm Bureau. We also partner up for a rice is nice cooking contest for the 4-H members. So that contest is wrapping up, and the deadline is Monday. So that is for our 4-H members to create a rice dish. Um. For and again, this year just due to some COVID um guidelines we're actually doing a photo submission opposed to an in-person cooking contest so that is still a neat fun way for our 4-hers to be involved in you know a cooking project and um to utilize you know um arkansas grown rice in in their main dish so that is a um a competition that is wrapping up and like i said the deadline for that is on monday
3: okay all right. Very good. All right, uh, Alicia. Anything, Alicia or Kristen? Anything else before we uh, wrap it up here this morning?
4: Nope, that should be it. Thank you, Eric.
3: All right. Thank you so much, Alicia Hugan, uh, for h agent for Conway County, and uh, Kristen Lehman, for h member and Arkansas Rice rep joining us this morning. It is eight oh five now on KVOM.
0: Always in touch. Daddy Jean, Member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
3: Look at a forecast again on this Friday. for mostly sunny skies today. She's going to have an afternoon high around 92 degrees. Heat index values as high as 105 this afternoon. And then tonight, partly cloudy. Slight chance of overnight showers and a low around 75. 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms on Saturday, with the high near. 93, again, look for triple digit heat index values. And then mostly sunny skies Sunday, and on through a good part of next week with highs generally staying in the lower 90s. Right now, a fair sky is still at 75 degrees in Morrillton at 8.08 on KVOM. That's Newswatch on this Friday morning, June 11th.
0: You've been listening to KVOM's Morning Newswatch,
3: the podcast edition.